The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The trade deadline has come and gone. Oh, and the Hawks played the Suns. <laughs> we'll talk about it all right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynx is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody's ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man Edub taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. I guess we can call this the the NBA trade deadline edition <laughs> of Hawks basketball. Today, of course, was the the uh, the final day of the NBA trade deadline. Uh, we're definitely going to talk about the moves that the Hawks made. And uh, they had a game against Phoenix tonight at home. I wasn't there in the building, but I did watch the game from the crib. Um, so, yeah, we'll talk about it all right here, right now. Um, let's get rid of some of this housekeeping. So, if this is your first time into the show, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, a big part of what we do is on social media. So, make sure you're following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. At Hawksbeat is the name. And uh, that's how you get out. It's just all one word, Hawksbeat. And uh, just find us on the Twitters, <laughs> on the Instagram, and on Facebook. Just search the Hawks Beat, and you'll find our page as well. Um, we also invite you to subscribe to the podcast, whatever platform you're listening on: Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, whatever it is. We are there. So go ahead and give us a subscription, and uh, we would greatly appreciate. It. We would greatly appreciate it. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Hawks made a well, part of a three-team. I think it was actually by the end of the day. I think it actually turned out to be a four-team deal. <laughs> Sending Justin Holiday and Frank Kaminsky to Houston. In return, the Hawks received Garrison, Matthew and Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando. So this is Bruno's second stint in Atlanta. And... Uh, 
It's going to be interesting. Bruno's a guy who uh, he has grown a lot as a player. He's definitely not the same guy that he was when he was here. Had a lot of growing pains, and the fans did not like that. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to keep it a buck. I, I sent out a tweet today. Like, listen, like folks was really happy Bruno was coming back. And it's cool because Bruno's a good guy, and I'm happy he's coming back. But we not finna act like y'all wasn't trying to run my man Bruno out of town. <laughs> run my man Bruno out of town. Bruno had some bad moments as a hawk, but he was a young guy. You know, he was going through a lot of things at that time. I think his mother passed away, and he was just trying to um, catch his footing in the league. Had a lot of bad moments, but was always a great kid with a great attitude. And I'm glad that he's back, you know. I think that he's in a better position because now the Hawks aren't requiring him to be the backup center. Now he's kind of a third string guy. And I think that's kind of more his speed. I think he has the ability to kind of be a better backup if it so calls for that. But um, welcome back, Bruno. Welcome back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Garrison Matthews. I don't really know much about him. I know he went to Villanova. He's been playing 13 minutes a game out in Houston. Averaging four points. So, I mean, hey, I mean, it's. A, I, I honestly just really don't know much about the guy. I just don't. I when you look when you think about who taught. I mean, I, I would love to say, oh man, I love it, I love it. He's a shooter. He, I, I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't know who he is. So, um, I don't know. He might be burning the bench with with your boy Vic Crucci, whatever it is. So, uh, but nevertheless, I think that I mean, you, you you're trading away two guys that weren't really in the rotation. Justin Holiday, Frank Kaminsky. Uh, Justin had fallen out of love. <laughs> a lot of a lot of fans didn't really have a lot of love for Justin Holiday, which was you know it, it kind of is what it is. I get it, but I mean I don't think he was that bad of a player. But you know it it I don't know. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see uh, when those guys come back around. They're gonna get the tribute video. <laughs> I always joke with the guys. I always joke on Twitter about whenever guys leave, they're going to get a tribute video. Because at one point, the Hawks were giving tribute videos to everybody. Like, if you were selling popcorn at State Farm Arena and you left and you came back, you was going to get you a tribute video. But um, big ups to Frank the Tank and Justin Holiday. I hope they do well in Houston. And uh, welcome, Bruno and Garrison Matthews. We will see... Um, as far as Bruno is concerned, again, I think I look for him to be kind of the third center in the depth rotation. Garrison Matthews, I'm not sure where he fits in in the rotation, to be honest with you. I really don't know. Uh, what has been working for the Hawks when they're on that little streak was that little eight, nine-man rotation that Nate was running, to be honest with you. I'm not sure how that is going to uh, – I'm not sure how that's going to move now. I'm not sure how that's going to move. So uh, we'll, have, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Hawks also inquired services. One, Mr. Sadiq Bay. Um, Hawks sent five second-round picks to Golden State to acquire Sadiq Bay. Now, some folks may look at this and be like, yeah, they're second-rounders. I look at it like this. That's a lot of picks. <laughs> That's a lot of picks, man, for Sadiq Bay. Like... <laughs> It's a lot of picks. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think it's a good. I think Sadiq Bay on your team, uh, adding Sadiq, adding 
Bruno Fernando, Addison Garrison, Ma- Garrison Matthews. Those three are better than the two that you left, or the two that's leaving. Sadiq Bey is a bona fide NBA rotational player. He can score in this league. He can shoot. I mean, the defense is, is a little bit to be desired, but that's fine because nobody plays defense in the NBA anymore. That kind of is what it is. But that's a lot of picks for Sadiq Bey. Like, you know what I'm saying? He, he's averaging 15 points a game. You know what I mean? He, he's, he's, again, a bona fide, true rotational player. But five second-round picks? <laughs> like like Landry, you couldn't get him for three? You had to give him five? And, again, I may be overreacting. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it, to me, it's a lot. It's a lot. I, 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 it's just a lot to me. It's just a lot. And I'll just leave it at that. I'll just leave it at that. I think Sadiq is kind of like a combo forward. To me, he's more of a four than he is a three. But I think he has the ability to play the three. Um, has kind of DeAndre Hunter-esque capabilities when you look at his rotational style as far as being able to play the three and the four. But if I were to play him at a natural position, I would say he would probably be more as a smaller four to me, to me. And that's just kind of my opinion. That's what I'm paid to do, get my opinion. So that's what it is. But I think Hawks are a better team. It's going to be interesting to see how the rotation changes moves around because you you got rid of two guys that were not in the rotation and you bring in a guy and probably two that could be rotational guys depending on what you know or or how good garrison matthew is that's three guys i'm not really sold on garrison matthew making the uh, the rotation and being a solid everyday player i don't think he's that um but i know sadiq bay is i know you got to play him you got to play him. Uh, and here's another question. And I, I want to ask a question to you guys. Do you think the addition of Sadiq Bay is going to make things harder for one Mr. Jalen Johnson? All year long, I've heard, got to get Jalen more playing time. You got to get uh, got to get Griffin, you know, AJ and Jalen Johnson more minutes. Will it take from his minutes? And let me ask, let me answer the question that I just asked you guys. I think it might. I think it might. Because I mean, if you look in totality of it, man, like, like, listen, 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 Linda, you're trying to win ball games. Damn the, the damn the. Uh, hey, we trying to develop this guy. You bringing a guy that can get you buckets. You bringing a guy that can bring you buckets. Sadiq Bay is averaging a cool 14, 15 points a game. So when it comes down to, oh, man, we got to let this guy develop. Nah, man. And I'm going to go. I'm going to go a step further. I'm going to go a step further. Jalen Johnson, when he's gotten his opportunity this year, he hasn't wowed me. Has he wowed you? Like he, he just hasn't wowed me. And, and I mean, and I'm not saying that he doesn't have potential and we don't you don't got to groom him. But I'm saying, like, there hasn't been a Jalen Johnson moment where I'm like, whoo, boy, you got to get him more playing time. I just haven't. There's been times where he seemed lost. There have been times where he seemed decent. But to me, it's been more times where I've questioned whether, you know, he's developing more so than I'm like, ooh, I'm excited about this kid. 
No disrespect to Brother Johnson. I'm just calling it like I see it. I'm just calling it like I see it. So in my eyes, Sadiq Bey automatically jumps ahead of him in the rotation. He automatically jumps ahead of him. And if we keep him at a stack, he might jump ahead of AJ. I wouldn't go as far as to give him more burn than AJ because I really like AJ. I really like and... I really thought they was going to move Bogey because of how AJ was was progressing. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, I really do. AJ plays like a vet. He plays like a vet. He does have some of the inconsistencies as a rookie. He does have times in defensive, uh, uh, on the defensive side of the ball where he has lapses, that, like, a, like a typical rookie. But I really like the AJ kid. It's going to be interesting to see how Nate navigates um, – how Nate navigates this rotation. So, um, in that deal, the Warriors uh, send Wiseman to the Pistons, and the Pistons receive five, count them, five second-round picks to Golden State. Wow. <laughs> That's just a lot. It's just a lot, y'all. It's just a lot. Listen, let me. I'm at 12-minute mark. Let me go take, take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some more about this trade deadline. We'll even talk a little bit about the Hawks win over the Suns. They win 116-107. Suns had like seven guys available. <laughs> I mean, like it, it still wasn't pretty. We'll talk about that. You listen to the Hawks Beat Podcast. It's your man, e We will be right back. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. All right, folks, we are back. It's your man, Edel, with the Hawks Beat Podcast. Thank you for checking us out. Wherever you may be listening, at home, at work, in your car, we appreciate you. We invite you to be a regular listener of the podcast. I know whenever the Hawks lose, folks don't want to hear Hawks Podcast. But uh, we appreciate the support. You know what I'm saying? Even when they lose, come check us out. Here, we hear what you got to hear. What we got to say. All right, <laughs> all right. So let's talk a little bit more about this trade deadline. So we talked about the guys coming in, talked about the guys going out. Let's talk about the guys who didn't go anywhere. Mainly John Collins and Bogey Bogdanovich. No word on the street. Well, it's not word on the street. Hawks were aggressively <laughs> trying to move John Collins. Like it was aggressive. All the reports were like, look, Hawks are coming off their offer. They're not asking this. They're asking this now. They was really trying to get off that John Collins contract. contract and uh, they was trying to move your boy. But there was nothing there that they jumped on. And I will say this. I kind of give the front office a little bit of credit for that. The reason being is... You could have probably moved him and got the book, got him off the books, but you didn't make a move just to make a move. And I've said that several times. Don't make a move unless the move is right. I said you're probably going to have to sell him for 50 cents on the dollar because the value isn't what it used to be. And people are scared of that contract. Five for 125 or whatever it is. People are scared of that contract. So kudos to the Hawks for not making a move just to make a move. However, however, 
If you listen to the last podcast, you heard me break down that salary for next year. Like, it's okay this year. This year, the moves you made even saved you a little bit of money. So you got a little bit of wiggle room this year. This year. However, next year, <laughs> you got a huge problem on your hands. And if you if you missed last, let, go back and listen to last last uh, the last podcast because I broke down the numbers. And quite frankly, between the 11 players, you are owed, or they are owed, $160 million next year. <laughs> That's like almost 30-something uh, million over the cap. And that's not even filling out your roster. That's not even filling out your roster. So you have to decide what are you going to do because, listen, I'm going to tell you to you like this. Tony's not paying that bread. Tony's not paying that bread to no 500 basketball team. He's not going to do it. So the Hawks are at a crossroads. They're all in for this year. They couldn't move Bogey. They couldn't move Bogey's contract. I don't think that they were so interested in moving Bogey. I think there was a lot of people calling. But at the end of the day, there was no move that the Hawks were just like, oh, yeah, we got to take it. They was like, nah, for that, we'll, we'll eat that 18 mil for now. We'll, 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 we'll get to next year when we get to next year. That's all fine and good. However, when next year comes, you're going to have to make some decisions. Because those guys are owed 160 mil, and you still got a decision to make about Onyeka Okongwu and DeJounte Murray. You still got a decision to make. What you going to do with DeJounte Murray? What you going to do with Onyeka Okongwu? Because both of those dudes, payday, it's coming. <laughs> it's coming, Jack. It's coming. So um, as of this year, as of the now, it's cool. I like the moves. You saved yourself a little bit of bread this year. I have no qualms with the Hawks, no Hawks front office. Have no qualms with it. So, um, I want to get into a little fan feedback. So let me scroll my timeline a little bit. I want to, and again, I'm on Twitter. Follow me at HawksBeat. Um, make sure you follow me. I want. <laughs> I asked a question last night. I said, trade deadline, what moves would you like to see the Hawks make? And you guys never cease to amaze me. I love, <laughs> listen, this is one of the best parts of my job is reading your tweets, reading your uh reading your um what you guys have to say because a lot of you guys just get it and i love when you guys hit me with the humor and i love uh you know just the response so let me go ahead and read a couple of them i said uh trade deadline day what moves would you like to see the hawks move <laughs> god brett 8827 on twitter said trade for kevin herter <laughs> He said trade for Kevin Herter. I love it. I love it. Um, another person on Twitter, Humble Mumble, says any move that makes them better than the Knicks and the Heat like anything really. And listen, one thing we didn't talk about is how these other moves affected the Hawks. Brooklyn, everybody's gone but Ben Simmons. No disrespect to Cam Thomas and all those guys they just acquired. They got a, a ton of draft picks and as well as they should. No KD, no Kyrie, no James Harden. They don't even got Richard Jefferson and Jason Kidd. <laughs> so, um, 
Look for the uh, the the, uh, the Brooklyn Nets to start moving downward. I wouldn't even be surprised if they start putting that tank in, start raving that white flag, say, "Hey, we gonna lock it up and uh, prepare for next year." So, uh, let me read some more as far as what you guys wanted before the deadline. This is before the deadline. DJ Yogi said maybe the coaching. Uh, Adrian Jackson says new coach. <laughs> uh, here's another good one. Here's another good one. Uh, oh no, 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 that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Let me not read that. All right. So, uh, I asked another question today. I said, all right, um, what do you guys think about the moves today? My guy Jackson said, I give it an A minus. He said, upgraded on the margins, brought in a younger guy who can shoot. You have one and a half seasons to evaluate if you want to extend or move him again. Stayed under the tax. Stay away from the repeater penalty to pay the tax next season. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, good, good, good. Um, yeah, good points. Good points. Good points. Um, so we're down south. Said big fan of adding Bay and never mad to see Bruno back. All right, uh, Yogi said I like it. Uh, let me read one more. One more. Let's see. Good love, Bay Fernando. Matthews provides improved wing depth. I know we gave up a lot of second round picks, but I personally don't think that's big of a deal. Yeah, so it's it's really about um, what you guys feel about it, right? Like to me, I kind of see value in second round picks. Some folks really don't really give a damn about second round picks. It's fine either way, you know. Hawks haven't really hit on the second round pick in a good little while, but I tend to think second round picks are valuable. But that's just kind of me, right? Um, yeah. So John Collins stays, Bogey stays, and for now, it's cool. So here's what you got to do. I don't know how many more games you got left. I think 27 or so. I'm, I'm not exactly sure what the exact number is. But you got to win some ball games. Like, listen, like you're full strength tonight. And you played a, 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 a Phoenix team that was a shell of itself. Like, they, I think they had like seven or eight guys like on, <laughs> like available to play. I'm about to pull up the box score and the final stat sheet. And I'm willing to bet that they probably didn't even play eight or nine guys. Like, you know, it was, they made that big trade. They lost all those guys in the trade. So, uh, yeah, they was just coming in here, going through the motions. And the Hawks was full strength. And the Hawks kind of crapped around tonight, to be honest with you. I thought they kind of crapped around. I didn't think it was their best game. They played nine guys tonight. Nine guys. Uh, and the majority of the bench guys got them all, all the burn. You know what I'm saying? I didn't even know who some of these dudes were. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie to you. Didn't know who some of these dudes are. But uh, nevertheless, hey, you get the win, so we're not going we to split hairs. You got you got the win, so we're not going to split hairs. Big night from Trey. Drops 36 and 12. Uh, good night shooting for the young fella. Shooting beyond the arc and shooting just from the field. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a good win. It wasn't pretty. DeAndre Hunter still kind of struggling. Only had nine points. But, uh, hey. You, you don't apologize for wins in this league. Don't apologize for wins in this league. So, let's look at the standings. <sighs> Hawks are currently still at the ace spot. 500 yet again. It seems like you go up, you go down. You're 500, then you're not 500. You're below 500. Listen, you don't need to finish the season at 500. I'm just going to say that. Better not finish the season at 500. You're all in with these guys. And if you want to make this thing work, if you want Tony to even consider next year going into that tax, you better win some ball games.
You better win some ball games. Now, I'm going to tell you this, how this is going to get interesting. You're currently two games behind the Knicks. You're 11 and a half out. They're nine and a half out. The Knicks got better. The Knicks got better. They added, they traded your boy Cam, and they added Josh Hart from uh, from Portland. Interesting to hear your thoughts on Cam Reddish, guys. I know Cam Reddish was all the talk when he was here in Atlanta. He's now on his third team. I would love, as a matter of fact, I'm going to tweet that out. I'm going to tweet that out, and I want to hear what you guys got to say. Um, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts on, on Cam Reddish. But I'm going to tell you what. Knicks got themselves a bona fide score in Josh Hart. That dude can play some ball, man. He can literally play some ball. So the Knicks got better. I believe the Hawks got better too. But uh, I tell you what, that's a team you're going to have to catch. That's a team you're going to have to catch. One thing that is good, though, I still think Brooklyn's on the way down. They're 33-22, and 22, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they start moving south real quick. Because who are you going to count on? Ben Simmons, no disrespect to Cam Thomas, but I don't know if he's an everyday type of cat that's going to pull that 25, 30 points, 40 points, and he's on a hell of a run. He's on a hell of a run. Right now, I'm saluting that brother, but I don't know if he's the guy day in and day out that's going to get you 30, 25, 40 when you need him to do it. I just don't. So I see Brooklyn going down. And the Hawks, if they can get to that sixth spot, they can get, well, actually, I don't know, bro. Because, look, even if you get to that sixth spot, who you, what you going to do in that first round? You going to what? You going you want to run up to the Celtics in the first round? <laughs> Is that what you want? I don't know. But we're not going to worry about that. We're we just going to take it one game at a time. And we're not going to worry about what could or what possibly could happen in the playoffs. Because, Still got a whole lot of basketball left. As far as the schedule is concerned, so tonight they take care of business in Phoenix like they needed to. Got another home game on Saturday. Saturday the Spurs are in town and uh, a very maligned Spurs team, 14-41. But again, don't look at these records, man, because I've seen a lot of things happen in my time covering the NBA. Finish this week off strong. Take care of the Spurs at home. Get that home win. So you go into Charlotte with a little bit of mojo. Go into Charlotte with a little bit of mojo because you take on Charlotte on the 13th. So what is that? I think that is a, is that Monday? Let me pull up my calendar. That is a Monday. So you have um, San Antonio on Saturday. You got a day off to rest and relax. Get those legs underneath you. Take care of San Antonio, then go into Charlotte like a bat out of hell and take care of your business. Got to win the next three. Got to win the next three. Next two, because you won one. Got to pull these next two together. And, um, again, we'll see how the rotation shifts. We'll see how Bay and all those guys get acclimated to uh, Nate McMillan. And, uh, I don't know, man, it's going to be interesting. I cannot wait for the, for the home stretch. It's going to be fun and exciting and i hope that you uh stay tuned to the hawks beat because we're gonna be right there with you we're gonna be right there with you all right so uh shout out to our uh production assistant i think i give ej a different title every time i shout him out (laughs) shout out to our production assistant ej did a great job again 
uh, with his work. He's doing. He's been very diligent. Uh, he's not going to get a pay raise, but he's he's been very diligent, and he is getting wages for the work that he does. So shout out to my son for helping out with the podcast. Like we always say, folks, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know, you need to find him. Show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-V-E love. We out. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.